Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Here's a little bit of that exotica that we all love so much. So, so much. So, so much. So, so much. I, you know, we last week we listened to, there it is, finally. Yes, I've already made a comment that this is like Christmas tiki. Santa in a Hawaiian shirt coming down on a sleigh. It's just this first part. But I like it. Uh, Last week we listened to some vinyl, so I finally have a turntable and can convert uh, some of the exotic albums that I have on vinyl, you know, to actually uh, listen to outside the lounge. And one of the first albums that we uh, listened to was Arthur Lyman, Hawaiian Sunset last week, but I came across Les Baxter and The Soul of the Drums. And so we're going to listen to a couple songs from that. What do you think? The drums do have a lot of soul. Now, we also are going to listen to The Surfers this week. Now, okay. This was not a vinyl transfer. This is just, you know, I, I felt like Something some you want to listen authentic to. Hawaiian Hawaiian boys uh, singing us some tunes. Sunshine puppy back there may need to be beaten later. The dog is inappropriately mouthy right yes, now. Yes, he is. But we're not going to let him get in the way of the no, cocktail. No, we're not. Now, if we drink enough, we won't be able to hear him. This is not a tiki drink per se, mm. but I call it tiki adjacent. It's a drink that I like a lot. We're having a freaking Bloody Mary. Yes, and I like a Bloody Mary because it combines alcohol and nutrition. Um, and I don't normally shake a Bloody Mary. I roll it, but I shook this one because... Um, I doctored it up quite a little bit, and I just want to make sure that everything gets nice and nice mixed. Nice and mixed up. But you know, I, I buy store-bought mix for Bloody Marys. I mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I do it better than anyone else, so I just buy store-bought. But I do tend to buy the ones that are um, all natural ingredients with no high fructose corn syrup and all, all that, that good stuff because there really shouldn't be added sugar in a Bloody Mary, as far no. as I'm concerned. But most of the mixes do have it. Now, no, nothing says Vegas to me like a slot machine and a Bloody and Mary. a Bloody Mary I in the love, morning yes. or any time yes, before anytime. 3 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Between 5 a.m. and 3 p.m. So, ooh, cheers. this glass is colder than hell. I hope you enjoy your mm. Bloody Mary. Have a little sip. Mmm, it's very good and it's spicy. I did add a little extra spice. Yes, I like that. And you know, you can tiki up a Bloody Mary. A little bit by going even over the top with the garnish. So sure. olives and celery are always a must, but a lemon or lime wedge are always really good. You know what? Um, I've done once before, and I, I didn't yeah. do this time, even though I think you would appreciate it, Ooh. is you skewer a couple cocktail shrimp and, and put that on the side of the glass as well. And uh, you can even, uh, some folks add uh, horseradish to their mix, some don't. I do like horseradish. If you do add horseradish to your mix, mix the shrimp go especially well. Yeah as a little garnish. So, like tiki drinks and the fruit salad on top, this would be kind of, that's why I say tiki, Jason, you'll have a salad on top versus a fruit salad. And I don't like um, celery in my Bloody Mary. I do. I don't. I had one once where they put um, pickled green beans in it. Hmm. Like one long green bean, and that was good. I would, I would, yeah, I would try that. Mm -hmm. Well, there we go. So we're having a Bloody Mary, and the reason we're having a Bloody Mary instead of a tiki drink is, I'm in the middle of mixing some infusions, Mm -hmm. things working on for some cocktails for some of the very events that we're going to talk about a little later in the show because there are a lot of events coming up this year. And none of those are quite ready yet. And I I just thought, I have some Bloody Mary mix, let's use it. And I always recommend... I like it. I know that you like Bloody Marys, Mm -hmm. and I know that Pumpkin doesn't, so when she's here, I'd never have one. And and Kehlani doesn't care for them either, so... Mm -hmm. 
it was a... They tend to go for the sweet drinks anyway. Serve drinks for the people that you have at your bar. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so we get to have a Bloody Mary, and I'm, in, I'm, I'm very much liking that. Now, this is the tiki bar that lives in your head, and so someone sent me a note, and I'm going to have a little snack here. Okay, I'm going to eat all of Somebody has sent me a little note and was like, what's this tiki bar that lives in your head thing? And I said, well, I would be happy to explain. And I'll even explain on the show while I chew. Okay. Because that's classy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're non-profit and mm-hmm. we can do what the fuck we want. Definitely. Uh, we, what we mean by the tiki bar that lives in your head is you don't get to be here with us physically. It's a state of mind. It is. Mm-hmm. But you get to tune in each episode... And, and you get to hear the music and listen yeah. to a sip of cocktail. You can be inspired to make your own cocktail, put on your own exotica or whatever relaxing music you like. A listener not too long ago said, uh, you know, I, I like to sip a cocktail after work. And you guys kind of inspired me. And, they, and she puts on like that spa zen uh, I'd like, like to background. do that at work. <laughs> With the cocktail? Yes, def- most definitely. <laughs> it's more relaxing that way. But, you know, we talk about... Things that are related to tiki, uh, mid-century modern kitsch, and 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 then anything else. Yes. Appetizers, snacks, cocktails, parties. Uh, well, we're going to talk about um, some plants today. Oh, that sounds so exciting. It, it will be. It okay, really okay. will be. Well, we'll mm. have to see about that. But before we do that, we've been around the block a little bit. Uh, I don't know what you've heard from people. And people send us correspondence. I'm an innocent flower. Well, y- you, on the other hand. Right. Have been around the block quite a bit. So I'm gonna stick my hand deep into the mail sack. Oh goody! And I'm gonna find that email, and then uh, a voicemail as well. Okay. Which I kind of interested to listen to. You so haven't listened to it yet? I'm reaching deep, reaching deep. Let me see if I can find the um, music that goes along with this. someone in a volcano or something. You think? Ooga, you think? Ooga, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just still the Les Baxter. I like it. Let's see. We, we have a couple email here. Let's read some. Hello, Sunshine. Good Ooh. times listening to the podcast lately. Still about 100 shows to go back and listen to. Maybe I will get them all in in the next month or so. It's quite ambitious. Yeah, that is pretty ambitious. You know, my ambition is to listen to one this year. I think that would be a good yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, I'll just start slow. So you can make sure that the things we say are accurate. Yes, yes, I want to be the fact <laughs> you're checker. <sober>. Yes, <laughs> fact checker. Seems like you have people visit you uh, where you record the show a few times. How do you get in on that? Would love to see the lounge for real, Sherry. Oh, well. Well, here's the thing about that. Yes, we have had people over on occasion, actual listeners. And we've also taken the lounge on the road to listeners' places. Fabulous their home places, tiki bars, yes, yes. yes. But if you'd like to be here in the lounge someday, there are two requirements that you have to meet. One, we're going to have to meet you at one of the tiki events first. Yes, we like to uh, do background checks on all our We need to know you're not creepy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you want to meet somebody a couple times because this is your house. Correct. Yeah, it's not like it's a bar that they're actually going to. So we have to get to know you at an event, and that would be the safest place to do it. It's neutral ground. Yes, definitely. Then... After you've been judged to be creepy or not. Yeah, and even if you are creepy, we just have to like you. You can well, be right. creepy. That's just, true. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that is true because James is kind of creepy. Yeah, James, yeah, you are kind of creepy. He's been here, yeah, he's a little creepy. <laughs> Hope he listens to this episode. Mm. Oh, um, that's him calling right now. <laughs> so you got to do that, and then 
a little bit of time will go by and we'll just need to make sure that you're not sending us five emails a day and calling the listener yeah. line all the time and and being um, uh, creepy in another way. Creepy, stalker, dating right. person, yeah. Yeah, because it takes about a year of us deciding whether you're creepy or not. Yeah, and maybe yeah. not that long, but th- th- there's your answer, so there yeah. you go. Now, um, Helen Hartman left us a message on the uh, internets. The internets? She said, if I had friends like you, I'd never leave my in-home bar. Hmm. Mm. But if I had an in-home bar, why would I need friends? Good thing I don't, so I can like you and be your friend. Wow. I like having friends and drinking in your house. Yeah, I think, Helen, you should be inviting people to drink with you in your home. Yeah, it makes it more fun. She probably already does, and she's being sarcastic. But it is fun to drink with people. But thank you for the note. But I like to go out, too. Andrew, otherwise known as Tiki Head Guy. Yes, we've seen Tiki Head Guy. He said, I was listening to the last year's... uh, Tiki Caliente 4 podcast, and I wanted to congratulate you all on accomplishing a goal you mentioned. I didn't even realize this. Yeah, we try not to have goals. Yeah, because then you don't get let down. Yeah, and that would be sad. And he said, that is taking the podcast on the road. In 2012, you guys made it to several locations outside the lounge. Mm -hmm. We sure did. Mm -hmm. I hope the list grows more this year. Congrats, and see you all soon. Well, Where we shall did. we try to go this year? Well, you know what? We have been invited to the home of Amy Boylan, which is out uh, in Bermuda Dunes, and oh. she's got a lovely, lovely tiki environ, environ? that we can experience. Yes, it's not word. just a bar, it's an environ. Oh, well, it's all-encompassing. We have been invited to uh, two additional places beyond that, and I just have a couple more. Uh, I, I need to go back and forth between some people. Um, Kevin and Val, who listen to the show, we've met them a couple times. Um, been, they they have a the they have a friend who's yeah. offered up his place, oh, and um, and then uh, Rory has another uh, friend who. Oh, I was going to say Rory has two houses. No, no, no. <laughs> who who may invite us in? Oh, so, well, how fun! So at least three lined up, if not more. And what we do is we we show up. At your home tiki bar, it doesn't have to be all decked out. It can be very simple. It can be elaborate. It doesn't matter. And we will bring a house cocktail. But you also have a chance to then make us a cocktail or sure. two. Sure, and Whatever do most of the talking, like. because I appreciate that. Whatever you want to make us. And if you throw out a couple appetizers, that's good, too. And then it's your choice whether or not you want to invite additional guests over. You know where we should go? Where? Pumpkin's, Pumpkin's house. <laughs> we, should, we should bring the because podcast to Because she never Pumpkin's comes house. anymore, so we should just show up at her house. Yes, the original host of the yes. Lions, Pumpkin, <laughs> who was with us like one out of 30 episodes yes. now. Yes, no, we need to go to her house, definitely. We should just crash her house. Maybe that'd maybe that'd be a good idea. All right, well, if you want to send us a note, you can send that to mail at zentigelounge.com, and we will most likely read it here on the show, so don't send us stuff you don't want us to talk about. Yeah, because we like to talk about things. But speaking of things that I think that the listeners do want us to talk about, uh, let's listen to... Um, we're going to listen to a voicemail from uh, listener Anthony. Okay. And, uh, and then we might have a thing or two to say about that. And then we have, uh, I don't know, like... Other shit to talk about? We do, yeah. Okay, well, let's get with it. All right, well, here's that voicemail. Hello, Sunshine and Ladies of the Lounge. This is uh, listener Anthony. And I just uh, listened to the show this afternoon while I was stacking wood. And uh, now I'm uh, enjoying a nice mixture of Sunshine Spicy Rum and Diet Dr. Pepper, which I might, must say is quite a tasty libation. And uh, I also just wanted to call and say that uh, I love you all in a sexual way. Good night. 
Well, that that was nice of Anthony to that leave us nice, that message. You know? Now he said a couple of things I tuned in on, and one was that he was uh, actually imbibing my spicy rum. And he was stacking wood. Is that what he and said? And he was stacking wood. Yes. Yes. And what else did he say? Oh, and that he likes us all in a sexual way, yes. which I appreciate. Unlike last week's yes, she uh, did it. drunk dial. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think Anthony was drunk per se. No, but no, he wasn't drunk. Our, our listener Fiji last week, who yes. were calling because we couldn't understand. Was very drunk. Did not like us in a sexual way. I think that whenever people call now, they need to tell us if they like us in a sexual or non-sexual way. Yes, I think uh, that would be appropriate. Just to make it interesting. Now, I find it interesting that the Google Voice transcript, it makes one automatically of all the voicemails that okay. we get when you call 619-777-TIKI. Yes. And you leave a voicemail question, drunk dial, etc., We'll play it on the show, and we might answer your question. But the transcript is not what Anthony actually said, because we just heard it. Okay. This is what the transcript says. Hello, sunshine, ladies, and lounge. Oh, and the lounge. This is listener Anthony, and I just listened to the show this afternoon. Now, so far, it's pretty good. Yes. Well, I was stacking wood, and now I'm enjoying the nice to make sure sunshine. (laughs) So if you don't have a Diet Dr. Pepper, which makes my fate... Is Whoa. going to see if you live, if you live nation, and also just wanted to call and say that I love you all. It takes away good night. Well, that's I like that version actually. <laughs> it's kind of like a poem or yeah, a soliloquy like, or something. It's kind of like a <laughs> scat, you know. Totally like leaves out the sexual way yes, in there. Yes, it's spoken yeah. word poetry. Well, well, we hope that you'll send us a note too. And again, you can do that by calling 619-777-TIKI and leave us a voicemail. We take uh, comments at mail at zentikilounge.com or you can find Zen Tiki Lounge on Facebook or Twitter and converse with it th- those ways as well. That It's just all freaking fun. We like us. it always. Any, we'll take it yep. anyway. Anyway. We can get Anytime. it. Anytime. Well, that's not true. I won't take it in the morning. What do you say we go sort through all of the stuff I've put on the bar here and start talking about it? Okay. Okay, here we go. So Starshine just said, mm-hmm. hey, what's in these little things in front of us? Yes, because it looks like pee in a shot glass. Well, I mentioned, it's interesting how my drink just isn't going down, and I've been drinking it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Have you been sucking it? Yeah, but did I top it off and I don't remember? I, I do know, that you sometimes. you haven't been sucking it appropriately. Mm-hmm. I'm channeling Kehlani right now. Okay. Well, so I mentioned that I was working on some infusions and things yes, for a yes. future cocktail. And, and I am. And one of them... I have named already because I quite like it. Okay, well, let's... Are we trying it? And just like you should never... I don't think you should name the fish in your tank because they'll die. Sure, sure. When it comes to a cocktail you're working on or a cert, uh, infusion or something like that, don't name it until it's right. Like people who don't name their babies till they're born because they want to see their faces? Kinda, yeah. yeah. They might, You know, it might have a personality. So go ahead and grab a shot glass. I'll take the bigger one. Okay. Um, and so I call this citrus fire. Okay. That's, that's what I'm calling it. So a little clinky. Try that. This is a um, infu- It's a reduced infusion. Woo! It's very good, though. It's supposed to have a little kick to it. It does. It's good. Now this I like in- it. this is an ingredient that's actually going to go into the cocktail. You should put this in a salty dog. Huh? I wonder. Mm. Yeah, I think that would be good in there. Mm. Good. Well, this is um, it's 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 a uh, half pineapple, half citrus. I, I consider pineapple in the citrus family, but um, I do too. 
So pineapple, grapefruit, lime, and orange yeah. are the juices and the zests mm-hmm. that are in there. Well, not pineapple zest. Well, you uh, can't but the zest, zest pineapple. No. <laughs> you know what? I want to give somebody a microplane <laughs> and hand them a pineapple it. and say, would you please go zest this? <laughs> that would be fun. But it's, uh, and then uh, agave is the sweetener I'm using. Yeah. And there is some uh, red pepper flake in there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So this drink I'm working on for Woo! probably, probably it's for Tiki Caliente. It's tasty. And when I think of Palm Springs and I think of the desert, I think of citrus yeah. and heat and, and agave kind it's of fits in there. It's definitely Caliente. So that's why I'm working mm-hmm. on that. It's uh, very good. I'm glad you like it. Now, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some of the olives on my drink finally. Okay, you eat, I, I ate mine already. I'm a pig. Do you like the feta inside? Mm-hmm. Mm. Excuse me, I'm sipping more and my mouth is on fire. At first I thought it was garlic, and I like garlic, but I don't like a big old clove of it <coughs> to eat, you know, because then you stink for hours and hours afterwards. We're hearing that this is the surfers now, by the way. Oh, it's lovely. I, I, I have been quite into uh, both the surf and the surf rock lately. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to turn that down just a little bit. What do you say? All right. Make me want to do a polka. A polka? I don't know. Some kind of jig polka slide dance. Sometimes I think you just say things. I, maybe I do. Maybe All right, a couple of things I want to talk about this week. Well, when don't you? Yeah, I know. That's true. In, well, we have a little thing we have to do here, so you might want to, let's push this up. Okay. And move our drinks. We're going to have to make a little room here. I have these cards here. Okay. Now, some of you out there in the world of kitsch, mid-century, modern, etc., you're probably familiar with these things. Um, there was a, um, well, Random House Publishing, for example... Along with uh, Reader's Digest and all those, mm-hmm. they published those little like Ooh, recipe card mm-hmm. holder thingies yes. that would have appetizers and stuff. Now, but back in the day, they were also filled with ample cocktail recipes. Of course. They aren't so much anymore. No. But I have a whole bunch from the senator's mom after she passed away. I got a whole bunch of them. So, and so but they're I, really cool. They are. And, and they, they always have a picture to go with mm-hmm. them, which gives you serving ideas. And so I thought, you know what? I am going to pull out three sets of these, and we are going to have um, an, an aperitif. Okay. So a, a starter cocktail, a appetizer, mm-hmm. and an after-dinner drink. Well, that sounds and fabulous. And so for the entire month of February, we are going to have uh, a little cocktail party each time. We'll have a different appetizer. We'll have a different aperitif and a different... Uh, and a different after-dinner drink. Well, I would be happy to make the appetizer since I'm not good at mixing drinks. Well, you know, that actually could be great because I was just going to hand you I was just going to hand you the cards. Okay. Um so, we just have to decide which order we think the things go in. Okay. So, so for example, what are these the cocktails? These are four of the cocktails okay, that we so have to choose re- from. Let me read them off. We've got between the sheets. Mhm. A Galgan? Galgan? Yes. Mary Pickford, which she was an actress in the 20s. No, earlier than that. And Planter's Punch. So, this one has grenadine in it. Are you gonna? What are you gonna do with that? Mary, the Mary Pickford. I know you. You're a abhorrence at grenadine. The between the sheets looks very um, strong. Have you read the ingredients on it? No, I have Brandy, not. Brandy rum, triple sec, and lemon juice. But it could be good. Yeah, that's true. Why don't we start off with something that I've had before so we can ease our way into the other ones and maybe okay. a, uh, a planter's punch. Okay, so planter's punch goes here. Okay. Now you have to pick the appetizer that we're going to serve with it. So okay, what, so the choices are these? banana flan, 
or natilla, Helene's Mai Tai mousse, strawberry rhubarb tart, and orange banana bread. Now, I'm making this, so I'm actually going to start with which I know will be the easiest and work my way up, uh-huh. and so I'm going with the banana bread. Okay, so that'll be planter's punch with orange banana bread, and now we have to pick the after-dinner drink okay. that we're going to serve with it. Okay, so, so here you go. So the choices for this are a rum aperitif, port sangaree, pecan gren- grenadine, pecan grenadine, yeah. yeah. Well, I picked some that are interesting and on purpose. The champagne cocktail. So you know what? I always like champagne. So I think we should go with that one. Okay. So there's show number one. Oh, now, good. Now we do this again, and you need to pick drink again? appetizer. Again, we're going to do it all now. Yeah. All right. So for the next show, we will go with the between the sheets because I think that one's going to give me a stomach okay. ache. So between the sheets. And with that, I will make if we're going for a stomach ache themed <laughs> event. Oh, I hate flan, but we will go with... I'm going to try to make this mousse. Okay, All and right. that's the Helene's Mai Tai mousse. Yes. Anything with lady fingers is usually pretty good. Mm, and now you need to pick fingers. the after-dinner drink. Okay, so let's go with this theme of... Oh, my gosh, what's going to give me the worst... The worst uh, stomach ache possible? It is the Port Sangaree, which is wine and water and sugar. Because <laughs> 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 that doesn't sound good. Hey, we're doing it retro. Yes. All right. Okay. So now two more round, times. Yep. Third round, we will go back to maybe a fruitier drink with the Galgan. Galgan. I keep saying it like okay, it's which, a uh, the artist. Galgan. It's rum, passion fruit syrup, lemon juice, uh, lime juice. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. So we will uh, because the one before that, that Mary Pickford's going to knock us on our no no the um, between the sheets is going to yeah. knock us on our ass. And then I will make. Let's see. Uh, neither of oh, I hate flan. I you hate flan. Choose one. I hate it. Um, I will go with the tart. Okay, and then you pick the after dinner drink, and then the last three cards with will just go tart, together. The tart we will have whatever this grenadine thing is. The pecan grenadine, yeah. which is just peak, peak. Yeah, okay, pecan and grenadine. Yeah, that should be fun. That should and be so fun. And so for the last one, we were Finding going to have it will the probably be yes, fun. <laughs> a Mary Pickford, and then a banana flan. I hate flan. Hate it, hate it, hate it. You could make another custard if you like. Okay, because flan, I don't like it when you tip it out and it's all runny on well, the top. Well, there was a time when flan was exotic. Yes. It well, is I'll not make anymore. a custard. I'll make the okay. cut. I'll make it banana custard. Sure. And then, oh, it's on this side. I'm all fondue, um, a rum aperitif. Okay. Yes. So the, those are our shows for February, and uh, that gives us some. Um, some drinks and snacks, and uh, it also means that in the background, while we're not trying the drinks I'm working on for the events that are coming up, mm-hmm. that'll be happening, yes. and we won't be tasting them because they won't be ready yet. We're I'm not even going to help my kid with his homework for the next three months. <laughs> well, that would fail be, out of school. That would be just terrible. <laughs> now, since we're since we're talking about booze, mm-hmm. for Christmas I got a ice cream maker. Well, you did, but I don't want to make ice cream. Yeah, I want to make fifty boozy treats. You spike. Well, of course. Why would you want to just make plain ice cream? So I I went through the book and I purpose I did actually read the whole thing. And you, I mean, it's a recipe book of boozy ice cream recipes. I would like you to try to make one of my favorite ice creams of all time. What's it's a Hagen Dazs. It's rum raisin. Um, there is a raisin in here, but and of course we can do the rum. Yeah, no, it's I love that's one of my favorites. The book is called Ice Cream Happy Hour: Fifty Boozy Treats You Spike, Freeze, and Serve by Valerie Lum and Janice. Addison. Valerie and Janice sound like fun. Well, you know, they have a, pre- a preface to the book here, and they say that, you know, definitely science is involved, and they had a lot of trial and error because 
well, uh, alcohol doesn't freeze. Sure, definitely. So, so yeah, you have to do so to multiple make sure, experiments. To make sure that it freezes, um, they found out that if you mix a, a certain amount of gelatin... Mm-hmm. At to the, hold at it the right part of the custard making, mm-hmm. you can actually get it to hold the liquor. Oh, interesting. And so you can put up to a cup, a cup and a half of 80 proof liquor in wow. a one quart batch of boo or one quart batch of ice cream or sorbet. Or booze, you can call it booze. And it works out. <laughs> now, just listen to some of these um, flavors. I mean, strawberry daiquiri is just kind of a no brainer. We'll look at the tropical ones first. So there's strawberry daiquiri. I like a coconutty one too. There is margarita, mango margarita, and what else here? Pomegranate margarita, blue more. Hawaiian ice cream, pina colada. Now, I do like a pina colada. And tropical breeze, drunken maraschino cherries. There's lots of good stuff. But as far as like the ice creams go, um, Eggnog brandy with rum is one that I was kind of looking at, but that the holidays like are that over. In, I might like that in ice cream form because I wouldn't like to drink. I don't particularly like... But how about butter pecan with brandy? You like butter pecan. Caramel with spiced rum. That would be That good. one sounds good. Buttered rum. Mm, buttered rum and ice cream would be good, even though I don't Orange like Orange creamsicle with mm, Cointreau. I don't like creamsicle. Orange sherbet with amaretto. Mint chip with creme de menthe. Now, mint chip's another one I don't like. Coffee with Kahlua. That's uh, pretty standard. Vodka banana split. That would be good. So anyway, uh, cookies and cream with vodka. There's a whole. There's 50 recipes in here, just like the book says. I now, want rum raisin. I started with what said it was the easiest one. Mm-hmm. It's basically a lime margarita, and I fucked it up. Oh uh, well, you know you gotta so keep trying. So it, it churned and it churned and it churned and it got thick and it got slushy, but it didn't turn into sorbet. Now I figured out what I did wrong afterwards. Yeah, what was that? Too much uh, liquid in there? Too well, much uh, booze? It says that you can do a double batch in a two quart machine, which is what I have. And it was lying. But then there's a little asterisk, and if you read that, it says, "We don't recommend doing the double batch." with non-cream recipes, oh, meaning I, see. I was doing a margarita type one, which yeah. is a sorbet, and it didn't work. So, Did you drink it? Absolutely, yeah. and I saved the rest of it. And so here's the thing. I don't make a lot of margaritas. I, no. I admit, my tiki drinks are a hell of a lot better than my margaritas. Yes, although I haven't, I don't know when the last time you made me a margarita was. Well, I will let you sample yeah, some like of what came out of this rocks. ice cream machine because it was the most well-balanced margarita I have ever, sure, ever made. Sure, but you've just been churning in there for an hour. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, you know, the nice thing is in this recipe, you, you simmer lime zest in the sugar syrup. And so it gives it that that those all those background notes that you don't necessarily get in a margarita. So these it, two authors were really committed to their boozy ice cream. They tried every one several times. I like people who are dedicated. Yeah. So to Valerie their and Janice, they they put a lot of hard work into this. So ice cream happy hour, fifty boozy treats. You spike, freeze, and serve. It's a good time. And so I'm going to try again. I'm not dismayed. No, why should you be? You can always drink it. But you you wanted me to make rum butter raisin? Rum raisin. And if you need to, you know, have a sample, then they still sell rum raisin. It was my grandfather's favorite, and I remember eating it growing up. They still sell it. It is the best flavor. Well... You know, I, I did have the sweaty balls. Because the ice cream, it's not Ben and Jer- Jerry's, it's Hagen dazs Yeah. The ice cream itself is not vanilla. It's like a rum-flavored ice cream, too. So oh, well, that's good. Yes, yeah, that it, would be good. So I, You know, I swear, I, I'm pretty sure that recipe's in here, but if it's not, I'm pretty sure I can just add raisins probably, yeah, to the rum ice cream. The rum ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that won't be a problem. Well, I like, I like that, then. You know, uh, um, something else. So, in addition to, you know, adding... Adding booze to that, and we're having our retro February uh, cocktail parties. 
is uh, it's it's the perfect time to do something else that is handy for your bar, and that is it's time to plant your cocktail herb garden. Oh, well, I haven't done that. Now, if you live in the colder parts of the world or country... It's you, pretty effing cold here right now. It is, actually. I had to wear a jacket to get from my car to the liquor barn today. Wow. It was so cold. It's never this cold here. No, it isn't. Yeah. And, but but now is time to start planting your herbs indoors in a warm window seal that mm-hmm. gets a, a lot of good sun. Okay. Because then, by the time they've sprouted, and they're starting to become a bit of a bush... Mm, we don't like sprouted bushes. It should already be March, mm-hmm. and then in most places, you can put it outside. Good mint. Advice. Mint is the forerunner. you got to have mint. You know, but there's so many variations of mint now. I just ordered lime mint. Yeah, and I like oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I ordered lime basil. I ordered orange mint. Orange mint, that sounds nice. Yeah, and in and, and some of these, like the orange mint and lavender mint and those, you know, I've tried most of them. The chocolate mint is amazing. They literally, literally smell and have the aroma of chocolate like and mint. I like lavender anything. Do you? Yes. Well, lavender's on the list. Oh, good. Because lavender goes great with vodka drinks, mm-hmm. citrus drinks. I like it in alcohol. It's a great background note. You, you don't want it to overpower, no. but it's really good. So mint, cilantro, parsley, lavender, and lemongrass are the most common that you would use in cocktails. But you can do others. But like I said, there's so many variations. So whether you start them from seed now in a sunny window, or you buy the little pony packs... At your uh, at your local home and garden place, and transplant them into the pot you want to keep them in. Either way is fine, but uh, it's time to to plant the cocktail herb garden because you you want to have it ready, and fresh herbs in your cocktails have you are done always that yet? ready. Well, yes, yeah. yeah. So I already have my chocolate mint and my um, my spearmint. I'm just gonna then, keep uh, growing my cactus. And then the um, the orange mint is coming in seed, and so that'll be that'll be here in a little while. I just planted the lemongrass. The cilantro is going, and um, I, no, I don't have any lavender going yet. Oh, so I, I have do to work like on lavender. that. And I like French lavender, by the way. Uh, Spanish lavender, I think, is not as good in cocktails. I do like French lavender. We always want the kind that's good in cocktails. But if you live in the arid south, Spanish lavender is much better because mm-hmm. it is heat drought tolerant, whereas uh, French lavender is eh, so-so. I mean, no, it'll do okay. You mean it's okay. a sissified lavender? <laughs> sissified French lavender. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. but I don't think we have any French listeners, do we? Uh, we have a few, but it's very small. More in Germany and Australia than we do uh, in France, for sure. Now, I want to one more cocktail note. Okay. Before we move on, um, we have to squeeze this in sometime soon, because you you got this for me. Okay. Oh, it was a that was for and, your and birthday I've, last and I've, year. Yeah, and I've played around with some of the um, accoutrements that come with it. Yes, the accoutrements, the coasters. And, and I have actually tried one of the cocktail recipes. So Starshine got me a little set that has these fancy uh, picks. With uh, they unfold Dragons and like origami and, yeah. and stuff, umbrellas and, and co- in a coaster set, and it's called w- a- Double Asian Happiness. Yes, very politically correct, yes. which is why she bought it for I me. Bought it in a museum, and uh, but the, the cocktail book actually has recipes that you know once you once you mix enough cocktails, you can look at a recipe and kind of know if it's balanced mm-hmm. and if it will taste decent. And you're usually right. Sometimes you're just like, wow, guess that one wrong, but. I, I, I checked off four of these that I really want to try on the show, and the first one is Pearl of the Orient. Yes. It's a, it says, use one ounce of a 
good dark rum. Not a shitty one, Not but a, a good dark one. rum. I should say shitty and then there's, rum. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff in it, but Pearl of the Orient sounded good. And I checked off four here. Let's. I'll just tell you about them real quick. Where's Perhaps another one? Perhaps you should put those on the calendar for March. Maybe I should. Yes. Come on, where are the Maybe rest of these? Maybe you should mix one oh. for our little casino trip next week. Hong Kong happy hour? Oh, that one sounds good. <laughs> Doesn't it? Mix one up for next week. Uh, I will. Uh, this one's Malibu Dark. And then Myers... No, I'm sorry. Myers Dark, Malibu, Midori, Pineapple Juice, and a Splash of Sprite. I'm eh. not a fan of Midori. This one is going to be a little sweet, but I picked it because it sounded like something that I know some of the ladies will Feed like. Feed it to Pumpkin and Kehlani. You think they'll... Yes, Yeah, they like the sweet stuff. They do. Um, I thought I checked off four of these, and I'm just like, (laughs) maybe I didn't. Oh, there we go. It is dark in here. Beijing Mule. Mm -hmm. So it's a take on a Moscow Mule, but it's a little bit different. It's got vodka and ginger beer and ginger and lime juice, and it just sounds good. Mm -hmm. I like ginger beer. And, well, there was one more in here somewhere, but I don't know which which hell one I checked. But so I picked out four drinks here in the Double Happiness book. So we've got February all picked out with our cocktail party, and then we've got some March drinks to work on. Exhausted, and, and we the haven't even drinking. We need and to we do. haven't even done it yet. No, I mean I can't. I I can't even handle it. It's too exhausting. I think you can do it though. I don't know. I'll have to start exercising. But now I'm putting you on the spot. Oh well, that's not often. You you told me a story recently that was both funny and well, it wasn't really Dis- sad. Disturbing. <laughs> disturbing. Yes. But okay. What, do you want it's, me to tell It's now the story? playing the Jim Neighbors Christmas album. Oh, well, then it goes because this story has to do with the best Christmas present my father ever gave himself. Really? And that well, is, here, then I'll turn it up. And, and we'll, that, that is how he described it. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, it, Christmas is gone and done with, but uh, Kehlani brought, the, brought a, a vinyl Jim Neighbors Christmas album. <laughs> because that's what you want with your tiki music. And I, and I did <laughs> copy it over, and it just happened to be in the background right now, so... Starshine says it goes with the story she's going to tell, so please tell your story along with Jim Neighbors. So maybe we should put a disclaimer on it because I don't want anybody from PETA or any animal rights person calling us. So right. to start with, my mom has had this dog named Harry for, he's eight, he was 18 years old. That's so an old dog. He's an, and he was and a big dog. You multiply dog. by seven or nine for dogs. He was an old ass dog and he was a terrier poodle mix, so he was a bigger dog, which is unusual for a big dog to live that long mm-hmm. he was the meanest son of a bitch that ever was spawned from doghood and you I can, can attest to this because experience. he's bit you multiple times he's bit everyone i know except my mother multiple times and that is the reason why he was allowed to live 18 years because so, we were afraid of him well and she actually liked him apparently so in the last two years he's you know he's 18 he's gotten progressively in ill health. In the last two years, he hasn't come out of my mom's closet. He sleeps in the closet. He only comes out to go to the bathroom. And so, um, you know, he's he doesn't walk. He wasn't walking very well. He was still biting people when you got near him. So to make a long story short... So sad. So sad, even though we all hated him. I was supposed to go up and visit my sister with my parents right after the holidays. And so um, I had a cast on my arm. Would you like a little top-off? Sure. So... The day of the vacation, the day we were supposed to leave, it's a seven-hour drive. I get to my parents' house after a doctor's appointment where I'm getting a cast off. I'm already running late. My son is all anxious because he wants to get on the road. We're getting, we're about to get in the car, and my mother turns to my father and says, I've decided I want you to take Harry, who is the evil dog, to a kennel for the week instead of having the senator, who, my husband, come and feed him every When you're day. all about to leave. When we're, we are packed... My son is sitting in the car, okay, in the car in the driveway. 
So 20 minutes before we're supposed to leave, she decides that she wants the dog taken to a kennel. Hasn't made an arrangement to take the dog to the kennel. Just assumes that if we take him to the vet that we always take him to, that they are just going to They'll magically just squeeze take him in. My dad is one of the most laid back people that I have ever met in my life, and he says, "Your dad is freaking laid yeah, back." Yeah, yeah, and so he is. I wonder. We can, I'm just really curious what Jim Neighbors' Christmas closet we're going to hear next. Did you pause it? Um, I can keep talking, or did you pause it? No, 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 no. Oh no! You know what? What are we? What are we hearing here? Uh... It's just more gym neighbors. I don't know. Can I keep my story Yes, going? you can. I'm okay. so sorry. So anyway, my laid back father is now royally pissed off and he grabs the leash out of my mom's hand because he hates the dog and he says, oh, I'll take him to a kennel to get euthanized. Ooh. Yes. He, under his breath, he said that as he's walking off. And so my, my mom is like, you just need to take him. She's freaking out. And I keep saying, you know what? Joe will watch. The senator will watch the dog. Yeah. It's not a big deal because I want to leave. Jack wants to leave. My dad wants to leave. So my dad puts Harry in the car, and he comes back in, and he's all, all right, I'm off to take the dog to the kennel for the weekend. Good. Starshine, get in the car with me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Your your dad actually (laughs) referred to you as Starshine? Well, he said my name. (laughs) But they gave me the name Starshine when I was a child. That's right. So anyway, to make a long story short, we go to the vet. My dad tells me to stay in the car. (laughs) <laughs> and did you sense something was out of the ordinary at this point? Oh, no, I knew he was killing that dog. <laughs> I didn't even... And again, I don't want any letters from PETA or anybody, please. The dog was old and mean and probably needed to be put down Couldn't a couple Couldn't control years his ago. bowels and bladder. Was and... pooping all over the place and had arthritis and an ear infection. And so he goes into the, um, the vet's office and comes out five minutes later with a vet tech. The vet takes the dog. The tech takes the dog, Mm -hmm. takes him into the building. My dad says, do you want to say bye to the dog? And I'm like, "Um, no. (laughs) (laughs) I said bye to that dog five years ago. And so he comes out 10 minutes later and we drive back to the house. He then proceeds. I hope my parents don't listen to this podcast. You know they don't. Because then. You don't even listen to it. (laughs) So then he goes in the house and he tells my mom, look, I talked to the vet. He didn't talk to the vet. He talked to the vet, the girl at the counter. Right, the check-in girl. The check-in girl. The vet said that the dog was so old and in Hi, and welcome to Puppy Palace. Yes. Would you like to euthanize your pet today? So he told my mom <laughs> that the vet told him that it wasn't worth their time watching the dog over the weekend. Because, the Christmas music is swelling yes, I know, now. Because he was in such <laughs> ill health that it was best just to put him down. And because I was there, my mom bought it. My dad made me an accessory to dog murder. <laughs> it's not murder. It is. He took me because he knew if he went by himself and euthanized that dog that my mom would be mad at him. But since I was in the car, she was okay with it. Hmm. So, But apparently later my dad got on the phone with the senator and told him that he had given himself a Christmas present. And why not? Yes. That was, and he was a, an evil, evil dog. Oh, he was a very evil dog. Yeah. And, you know, I like animals. It's just that he uh, he lived on because he was evil. When, yeah, I, be- I believe that. You know, most dogs his size, you know, usually go around 12 years of age. And that son of a bitch probably could have held on for another two years. Well, and I think some of us were afraid he would. And actually, yeah. when you told me that this whole euthanasia thing had happened, I actually, I thought you were going to say that he had died of natural causes. Because no. we were just all waiting for it. Yeah. But, um, hey, at least you got to go on the trip. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? And it didn't take much longer than having him put in the kennel. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I thought a little part of me would feel sorry for him, but not, not none of me felt sorry for but him. But it didn't happen. This is a dog who's bit me, has bit my kid, has bit all my friends. 
you know, we had to keep him locked in a room every time someone came over because he attacked people. Yeah, so, not, not good at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, what happens, happens. So my dad had a good Christmas. <laughs> and that's why. Yes. Well, I don't know if that's how I've remembered any great Christmases of my past, but, you know, why not? Maybe my dad's been asking Santa for that for years and it just wasn't panning out. I just decided to turn off the Christmas music. I see that. And uh, Or I hear that, actually. What do we get now? Well, we get the Tiki Tones. Mm-hmm. This now, I guarantee Twister. that if Kehlani and Pumpkin were here, they would have been angry at me over that story. Kehlani would go on her soapbox. Yeah. So it's a good... I mean, we picked the right week to talk yeah, about yeah. this. Because, you know, I'm dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I also see that, I mean... I get how with a person, you may wipe their butt and care for that person until natural causes take over. But there are also cases where people would love to elect to just let it go. Yeah. But we don't let them if he do was that. In, if he was in good health, and he has been for a long time, then we wouldn't have done that. But he was not in good health, and he was mean and not in good health. I think somewhere in this week's show, I definitely have to work in the word euthanasia. Okay. In the title of the show. Oh, yeah, definitely. Tiki I, euthanasia. Well, I mean, something catchy, just something that's going to get a lot of hits, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, it's a hate mail for me. That's good. Let's start on that. I don't want us to. I don't want us to waste it. Uh, I, I like this song. Yeah, this is groovy. I like. I do like the tiki tones. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have to talk? I mean, thank you for sharing your story, by the way. Yes. That that was very nice. Oh, now now I remember. Uh, you, you recall last week. That, uh, we, I don't recall much last well, we, week. Well, we introduced the book Escape from Hanalei, the latest book by Everett yes, Peacock. Yes. And we challenged our listeners if they would like to get themselves a complimentary... I don't really want to say win because it's not a sweepstakes and there's really no official rules. And, yes, um, we don't like yeah, rules. Uh, there's no legality to it at all. It's whatever we choose. Just know that. The two listeners who send in the best pictures of a tiki that they draw... Now you can you can paint it, you can draw it, you can do digital it animation, be on a or napkin. It, that would be fine. But we're simply going to take the two tiki's that we deem the best or most creative, and whatever you send to us, you also are agreeing we can use its likeness for whatever we want. Uh, you know, we just might use it to promote the show or something like that. We know we have some great artists out there, and so we're hoping that somebody do that. And if you do, and you pick, and you're one of the two that we pick, well, then you're going to get a copy of. Everett Peacock's new book, Escape from Hanalei. You can have that copy in a Kindle version or a paperback. Whichever you prefer, it'll get sent right to you. How You'll lovely. also get a set of the Zen Tiki Lounge bar towels that we just had uh, created. I have them in our, my kitchen. They're quite lovely. has our logo on them, and they actually do clean up spills and can go right in the wash. Very green. You they just keep well reusing them. They go well with my, uh, my Christmas present I bought myself. What did you buy yourself? They're called Architectural Wall Flats. What is, oh, what's that? They're a, a bamboo tile that they're in, um, they're like embossed really thick, I mean, they're not really wallpaper, they're embossed tiles, but they go on the wall with like wallpaper, uh-huh. and they're usually in a pattern, and you put them on the wall. So, so where, do, where are you putting them? I put them below my little bar area, because they're pretty expensive, and so I didn't want to pay... Can't cover a big wall. I, well, you could if you wanted to pay like yeah. $700, but I paid 150 and probably covered a space about the same area as underneath your bar right here. So this is so like, maybe like a three by eight foot space. Three by eight foot space. Okay. And so if you you know you can just Google wall flats and there's different varieties. They're really cool and you can paint them. 
and uh, that's what I bought myself. And if you look it up later, I'll show you which ones I bought. Oh, no, I'm going to look it up freaking right now. Yeah, but um, they go well with the... Bamboo um, wall flats? Just do ar architectural wall flats. Okay. That's what you Architectural. can't even... I should have picked an easier word for them. Textural. Wall flats. Yes. Let's see what we get here. Go to images. Okay. I want to see what I want to see what this is. So I bought the ones. Hold on, oh, listeners. Oh yes, so I didn't know that's what these were called. Here. I bought these ones right here. That is very kitschy. Yeah, they're very cool. So listeners, you know, these are the so they're like you know they're they're just like for example, if you can imagine the like molded ceilings. Yes, exactly. And the aluminum Ta molded ceiling Ta tiles yeah, that you yes. would get. Yeah, that's kind of what like these are. Like a tin ceiling kind of thing. They come in so some very mid-century modern patterns, mm -hmm. um, and, which I like. And did you get the stark white like that? They all come white, and you can paint them. So anytime they're showing them in the images here in a color, they've been painted, and they recommend that you paint them. I'm going to paint them white, like a cream color. Ooh, I like this one where they they paint it, and it looks like this. Um, Kind of rock Honey, work. It's honeycomb. Honeycomb, yeah. 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 So architectural wall flats. These yes. are very cool. They're very cool. And I was surprised how light they were when I got them because it says they they were like tiles, but they're not. They're very light. Like egg crate, like when you buy a, a thing of eggs at yeah. the grocery store, yeah. that's what they're like. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. I, I'm i going to have to get me some of those yes. as well because I like them. And when you pull them up, you get all this other cool mid-century stuff like yeah. some really cool retro lamps and chairs Definitely and wall shelves. Definitely fits into that time period. And they have lots of different designs, but it's um, I really like them. I think I'll have to put a link to those on this week's show because that's pretty snazzy. Let me make sure that no one uh, left us any type of a message here on the Facebook that they wanted us to talk about before we move on. Okay. Because we have just... No, we're good there. Okay, so I think it's time to talk about all of the great events that are coming up this year in 2013, and we're going to be at some of them. Okay. Now, we're not going to be at all of them. Well, that would be exhausting. We're already drinking our way through February and March. I know. Yeah. I it's... might have to go to rehab in 2014. Well, so coincidentally... Oh, we're going to be at rehab? The song you're hearing right now is Mr. Ho's Orchestratica. Yes. Great, great, great band that I love so much. And it, their, their album, The Unforgettable Sounds of Esquivel, uh, they, they basically covered uh, Esquivel songs. And, but they do a lot of other great stuff. And they're a large orchestra that is actually currently touring and playing Great Exotica. What's that and have to do with rehab? With rehab? I said something about rehab and you said coincidentally. Oh, no, coincidentally, they're playing at one of the events oh. this year. Now, I, believe, <laughs> I was waiting for the rehab reference. I believe this is going to be the first time that Mr. Ho's Orchestratica has played one of... The, the big, events? the big tiki events. And which and, one are they playing at? And I'm really sad because it's one that I don't think we're gonna get to. Oh well. But they are playing the Hookie Lao, which oh, is definitely. one of the two biggest events in the country. This one is in Fort Lauderdale, June 6th through 9th, 2013, put on by Miss Tiki Kaliki White herself. Uh, you know, she's she's a great great gal, and she really puts on a great event. I've had the I've had the fortune of attending Hukilau out in Fort Lauderdale, and and I'll tell you this, you know, if you're already from the southern part of the states or the southeast, you're you've probably been to Florida, but if you have not, um, you know, June is uh, the weather is not the best, mm -hmm. but if you plan carefully and you plan to spend all of your time at a beach or with a cocktail in hand. You are going to have a really, really great time in Fort Lauderdale for the Hukilau. And the Hukilau, it's really nice that they moved to 
what I consider an appropriate property now because they, they were at the Bahia Cabana and I think they're still doing events there. But the main hotel now is the Yankee Clipper Sheraton. Yes. And it's right there on the beach. And it also has the Rec Bar, where you've heard us Which talk about really her before. Like. Yes. Marina, the underwater, or Marina, the fire eating mermaid. Yes. Well, she's underwater too. But well, generally. <laughs> that's not her title. But when she's above water, she's eating fire. Yes. And so not only can you see Marina there, but you can see the Rec Bar, which is just a great, great bar with portholes right into a pool with swimming mermaids and all what, kinds what, of fun. What more could you ask for? And you can see Mr. Ho's Orchestratica. And so I think that's a really great uh, opportunity and something that you should do if you can get out there. So there's a lot of other tiki events that are going on, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through them in order because I think that's probably, I don't Proper. know. Proper. Well, it makes sense for a change. Yeah, that's true. The first event coming up is here on the West Coast. It is Mojave Oasis. It is April 12th through 14th out in Newberry Springs. Amy Boylan, co-owner of the Tonga Hut in Los Angeles, puts on this event at her wonderful, wonderful place uh, called Mojave Oasis. And it, 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 you, if you have an Airstream trailer, you're welcome. If you want to camp, you're welcome. Uh, so whether you're, you're tenting it or you're camping or if you just want to sleep out under the stars because generally it's warm enough out there. Well, I've, I've been out to Mojave when I froze my ass off, and that, but that was in November. So right, but this is... In April... This is April. How, yeah. What are we looking at weather-wise? It's more... Well, you're looking at days that are already sometimes in the high 80s. Okay. Mid to high 80s, sometimes 70s, but... And then the evenings really don't get any colder than like 69 degrees. So it's really nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm chewing this carrot. I can tell. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So anyway, yes, uh, Mojave, Tiki Mojave. So Amy has invited us to be her guest at Mojave Oasis, mm-hmm. and we're, we, we, we're going to have to tent it. And we're in nego- negotiations right now with the senator over whether I'll be able to g- attend. Yeah. Um, because you need someone to go with you. You need I a wingman. I do. I have a, I have a big dome tent, and so what I want to do in that tent, because we have to have people over for drinks. Sure. And there is a room crawl. And there is entertainment. They do have a stage. They have a permanent bar out there. Um, and it, it's just a really great place, kind of middle of nowhere. They have a man-made lake that's got some uh, <laughs> tubes and rafts and boats. And, of course, you can dip in the lake, a swing. You can jump in the water. Um, but it's a real laid-back event. So yes. if you've ever stayed at a KOA or one of those places where all the facilities are provided, there's there's electricity and hookups and, um, you know, um, you know, things to place showers and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't bring a trailer, you know, you still have all the amenities that you need, but it is roughing it a little bit. And dinner is provided at least one of the nights, I believe. Wow, it's a luau. That's nice. Yeah. And there's a bar there, and Rory Snyder will be one of the bartenders, uh, and he'll be also hosting one of the events we're about to talk about. But I just think this is a really great event because it's one of the most inexpensive yeah, it sound, yeah, it sounds relatively a uh, bargain price for two And events. you're far enough away from everything that you're just going to stay there. Well, you're, yeah. you're not going to go somewhere else. So you're going to plan on seriously just getting it away from it all for an entire weekend and being with your cheeky friends and having lots of great cheeky cocktails. So that is Mojave Oasis, and that is April 12th through 14th. And our great, great host, uh, Amy Boylan, has invited us, and I'm looking forward to that. Now, the next event is Tiki Caliente, and this one is May 17th through 19th in Palm Springs, California. This one is put on by Rory Snyder, and uh, this will be the fourth consecutive year that we're attending the event. Yeah, we fun, did fun. not get to attend the first one. No, we did not. We didn't. But that's okay. We're making up for it now. Now, 
Tiki Caliente is what I call a medium size event. Yes. It's not huge, but it's it's bigger than Mojave. Oh, it's definitely. not it's not as huge as uh, Tiki Oasis or Hugilao, but I think it's just the right size. I do too. And attendance is capped at 500 or less. It will not go over 500, and I've already booked my room. So yes, the Zen Tiki Lounge will be in room 231 just like we always are. I'm not telling you which hotel yet because, uh, well, I don't want any creepers showing up who don't purchase tickets. But for these events, you do have to go to their websites and you do need to make sure that you either purchase a room on site at the host hotels Mm -hmm. or campgrounds or you have to purchase a wristband that then gets you admission for the entire weekend. It's pretty much how all of these events work. But um, the main hotel for Tiki Caliente will go on sale February 2nd for those of you who aren't... um, I don't want to call myself a VIP, but I mean, we've been attending the event and we also, you know, help get the word out. Well, you get your room early, but Kehlani and I will book after the second. So after February uh, February 2nd, uh, rooms and wristbands go on sale for everybody else. And so that you're going to want to do that. Now, Mm. um, all of the musical acts and vendors and all that not announced yet. So we're just giving the dates. Now, we already talked about, but I'll just mention again because it's the next one in order. Hooky Lao, which is June 6th through 9th. That's out in Fort Lauderdale. All the links will be on this week's uh, podcast entry. And that's... ZTL number 268 at com. Then comes Ohana, Luau by the Lake. This is Lake George, New York, and there is a, like, motor inn mm-hmm. that's all in tiki Polynesian kitsch style, as you might expect. And Ohana has already sold out the main hotel. Really? That's awesome. Yes. But there are what we call overflow hotels sure, with sure. most of these events, and that means that you're still able to attend. So June 27th through 30th, Lake George, New York. Great event. You know, we have friends out there like Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. They're always there. Uh, Mark Hooper, lots of other folks. And uh, we had them actually, uh, we, we did a phone call to Ohana last year and had some folks talk to us and tell us about the event. Now, here's how Zen Tiki Lounge gets to attend the event. <laughs> how is that, Sunshine? And it's, a, and it's a big if, but here's how. If you go to ZenTikiLounge.com and you click on a little button that says tip your bartender, you can donate any amount. Now, this is not a tax-deductible donation. It's not good for taxes or anything oh, like that. Oh, we're not considered charity? It is simply you saying, here's some money of whatever amount... And I hope it helps you all get to Ohana Luau at the Lake. Yeah, because we got to check it out and give our opinion. We, you know, we do this podcast, but we also have real jobs and real mm-hmm. families and real mortgages. And so the podcast is a hobby that either has to pay for itself uh, if we're going to get uh, bigger and grander. And, and by that, you're welcome to send us a donation. And so I'm paid in drinks. We're so. trying to drum up airfare to New York. Yes, we're not so shy that we about can, that. So that we can attend the event. Now, we'll be able to take care of our, our room and, and all the other stuff, but we're looking for airfare. So, you know, airfare isn't all that cheap, and so we're trying to fly four of us out there. You know that Pumpkin's not going? Are you talking about your partner? Yes, because okay. <laughs> he's our sound and audio technician. No, well, suddenly, yes. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly Pumpkin will want to go. Yeah, I know. Uh, but no, but I mean, he does all the, the sound and lighting and tech yeah. and all that stuff. I, it would he be hard to, to be put there. on a room event without him. Uh, so anywho, so that that's the deal is, is you know, if you want to go to zentikilounge.com and click the donate to your bartender, that'd be great because maybe we'll get to attend the event. And let's see, the last event of the season, at least of the big events, is Tiki Oasis, and this year's theme is Hula Billy. Hula Billy. I don't know about this. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Oasis. I don't know if I like that theme. But it's a, it's a Hawaiian hootenanny, yes. Thursday, August 15th through Sunday, August 18th in beautiful San Diego, California. Now, I will tell you, the weather is always lovely. The hotel is always lovely. 
and we just didn't attend last year, but prior to that, we have attended almost every year. That's true. And uh, the Hula Billy theme, although while, you know, maybe not necessarily is one where I'm like, hmm, this is one of my favorites, I pretty much always have a good time anyway. Oh, yeah. There's so many people there. You're shocked at how many people are at that event. You know, that people fight over whether Tiki Oasis or Hukilau are the bigger of the two events. I kind of think Oasis is the bigger. Is it the better? Nah, it's debatable. I'm not yeah. going to say. But um, it is a great event. It's put on by Otto von Stroheim and Baby Doe and and some other great it folks. It is a cool, it's a really cool event. When it comes to seeing probably the biggest of the acts that are currently available, Tiki Oasis is the one where they're sure. going to be. Uh, if you're looking for some of the up-and-comers and some of the classic acts, Tiki Caliente is a great event. Um, and if you're looking for uh, seeing acts who are friends of basically the folks promoting the events and more intimate, Mojave Oasis would be a great event. Sure. Uh, but they're, they're all great events or we wouldn't mention them. So August 15th through 18th, Tiki Oasis, really big one here in San Diego, California. Again, all these links are going to be on the website. So we have one, two, three, four, five of these events that are all coming up. And then there's other ones uh, interspersed throughout that. And we'll talk about those uh, as well later on in the year as we come up to the uh, closer to them. I don't know if they're doing the Chicago area Tiki Tour. That one's called Cat. Cat? I don't know if they're doing that one this year or not, but I'll I'll, I'll Check into keep that. My, my ears and eyes open. And I believe that the Phoenix area is planning an event this year, but oh, I, won't, I won't say anything until we have more details. So there you go. That's kind of your Tiki news. There's lots going on. That was a lot of shit. Do you have any questions? I don't, know. No questions at all. No, it was a lot to take in. I got to process it. Okay, well, don't process. Well, you don't have to process much because now we're pretty much at the end of the show. I'm surprised that you haven't given an ode to Hulhauser. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who live in Southern California in the Western United States, you know who who Hulhauser is. He's amazing. He is famous for saying things like, well, golly gee. That's fabulous. You mean you actually make sauerkraut? That's my favorite episode. I'm the standing sauerkraut on episode. sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah. And and Hulhauser, he was 67? Yes. 67, 68. And he passed away kind of suddenly from an illness. I don't think it was suddenly. I don't think it was either yes, because... but they made it seem like it was suddenly. Oddly, but. just a few months ago, he announced that he was quitting his show that he had been doing for 20 plus years. Yes. Called California Gold. Uh, the show, the name changed here and there a little bit, but basically he did this documentary where he'd go around all these places in California and he would interview people at the most random ass places. Yes, and it was a good show. It People's, was a, it yeah. was a good show, and he went to he was a kind of a big fan of Tiki. He mm -hmm. went to the Tonga Hut. He has been to Tiki Oasis and a couple of the big festivals, and he'd bring his microphone and his camera guy, and they would record and and he would act not act, but he was just awestruck by everything yes, going on around him. I would say, you know, the, the senator actually cried. And as soon as he passed mm -hmm. away, I got three phone calls while I was in a meeting. Luckily, my phone was on silent and my phone was vibrating. And I was like, oh, my God, Nana Bones is in the hospital. <laughs> I really thought something was wrong with my grandmother. So I kept looking and going, OK, no, it's this person. Obviously, they're not calling to tell me something's wrong with my grandmother. Turns out it was Huel Hauser. And, you know, that that is that is sad. And we are a little curious because he did stop his show abruptly and then just kind of dropped off. Yes. And so kind of people are thinking that maybe he could have had an illness or cancer I'm or something. I'm thinking he or, probably had cancer is yeah, my... Yeah, and, and he knew. Because yeah. he had also just donated a lot of his stuff to when Chapman you, University. Um, suddenly give all your videos to a university and your house. Yeah. That's a good indication. And then you quit your show. 
Yeah, so yeah. he kind of pulled a Steve Jobs, yes. really. Yeah, well, but, I mean, Steve Jobs, you could see his health decline. That's true. You know, with Heel Hauser, he looked the same up, I mean, he was still recording up until November, so. Yeah, and it, so, so it, it's sad, but as soon as he passed away, a bunch of the Tiki folks started posting their pictures with him because yeah. he had been to so many events. Yeah, which is cool. So many people had taken a picture with him. Tiki Tony Murphy, for example, who I picked up some of, I picked up one of his, um, his uh, driftwood parrots. Yes, I remember. At an event just here in December. And Tiki Tony had a picture with him and, and dozens of other people. Yes. And everybody was posting their pictures and remembering Huel. It's sad. We're he all going to miss he him. He did a lot for the state of California. He did. I mean, yes. he basically was like our number one dude for tourism. Yeah. And literally a dude. I mean, like, yeah. But Huel will miss you. Yes. And I, I often would say Hal Huser. Hal Huser. Well, you mix everyone's names up. But I mean, what kind of a name is Huel? Actually, I read an article that said it was a mix of his mom's and his dad's name. Really? Yes. Jewel and something. There you go. So. Okay. Now well, you know. So nice that all of you could join us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Like we said, we are the tiki bar that lives in your head. We like our cocktails. Damn we like straight. to give you recipes and tips. Damn straight. But by no means are we the experts. There are a lot of people listening who know a hell of a lot more than we do. So we but don't they don't want to get experts. in front of a microphone. So Bingo. Yeah. That's exactly it is. And we don't mind. We'll just blather on inebriated and, and eat our eat our snicky snacks. Yeah, that's fine with me. As long as I get a drink and some snicky snacks, I'll oh, talk. So one more, one more thing just before we go here. So, you know, everybody has a local realtor or two or five Another or ten. one. And our realtors here, I swear, just do the wackiest things. They got to get ahead. Um, the realtor not too long ago who left us a lace doily. I saw that, yes. Uh, classy. And, and, and yes, and she basically was leaving the doily to let us know how classy she was. <laughs> and even, so and, like and on the little flyer that she left, it even said, add a couple of doilies on a shelf to add some charm. Country, 1980s who country. Who the hell are you trying to sell your house 19, to? People from the 1980s. But um, so this one comes from uh, Sharon and Paul, and I won't say their last names, but they're from a local real estate agency. And they said, to our friends in the particular community that I live in, here's some homes that we just sold. What does it say? We would love to help you make a what? A smooth transition. Mm. It almost sounds like you're having surgery. And, or diarrhea. And, and I just love that they... On their flyer, they stapled candy. I thought it was fruit snacks. Well, I appreciate fruit snacks stapled to a. Well, I'm no, hungry. they stapled candy and they stapled chewy lemon heads. Mm, I want a chewy lemon head. And I thought you might. Yes. Chewy lemon heads and friends. I, fruit candy with other flavors. I love lemon heads. And so while I think it's odd that they left candy on the door. I appreciate I might be more likely to use them Because since we kind of live candy. in a society now where we don't let our kids do anything and stuff. But here you go. Mm. Try a lemon head. You know I like lemon heads. Mm. Is it what you remember? I'm going to try the grape ones. Mm, they're chewier. Mm, they're good. Well, yeah, it says they're chewy. Mm. They're kind of like a cross between lemon heads and Skittles. Yeah, I like them better than Skittles. I don't like Skittles. I don't like Skittles either. Mm. I, I do. I don't mind putting them in vodka and doing the flavor thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. I appreciate your real estate agent. Yeah, still a little creepy that they're leaving this stuff, but... That's okay. Whatever. Maybe it's poison won't die tomorrow. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Go to zentikilounge.com often where you can check out the notes for our show and all the links to the stuff that we talk about. We hope to see you at one of the many events that we just talked about today. And, you know, there's plenty for you to choose from, whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast. If you're smack dab in the middle of the country, well, you're going to have to get on a plane. Or plan your own event so we can go to it. Plan your own event and invite us and mm -hmm. pay for our airfare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't like driving more than an hour. 
That's true. I'm I'm pretty lazy. Unless it's to go to Vegas. Unless it's to a casino, yeah. yes. And then and then we will happily drive. So planet drive. at a casino. We will happily drive more than an hour. Well, I think that about does it. I think we're gonna have to go um go rinse our glasses and uh, do something. Do something else with yeah. ourselves here. All right. Until next week. Thank you for joining us here in the Zantiki Lounge. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo. I'm gonna eat this lemonhead.